Yes, welcome back. We're going to cross over to Scotland and have a catch up with Brad Moore. He just had a meeting at 8 o'clock uh, his time, so that was 7am here, and uh, for a coach's last-minute emergency meeting, and we'll get to him shortly. But there's plenty of messages coming through in regards to the All Blacks and the VAR. The only thing to worry about this weekend is whether the ABs can dominate and bring the physicality of the last two games. This is about the consistency in delivering the edge that the ABs haven't been able to do under Foster. We need to see more of that first 20 minutes of the Bok test. I think that's the big question now, lads, is particularly uh, about the All Blacks following up this uh, game and this opportunity against the Wallabies and being able to carry on that consistency and withstand the pressure that they've been withstanding, uh, able to in that Springboks test. So we'll wait for that to unfold this weekend. But right now, let's cross over to Scotland, Edinburgh, and catch up with the one and only Brad Moore, who is coaching the Scotland team, and he's joined us now. How you doing, Braddles? Oh, I don't know, Daggy. How you getting on there, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, mate. I'm doing good. We're just uh, chipping into a big show, and we thought we'd cross over and have a catch up with you, mate, because uh, you've been a part of that team for a while now, and they're starting to go great guns. But you had a big, big news break a while back. Stuart Hogg, he's hanging up the boots, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, look, it's um, it's really cool to be touching base, as he's been a while, and um. Uh, nice to hear your voice, mate. So it's cool, and and I um yeah, it's been a really good uh, good time with the Scotland group. The Six Nations was a heck mm. of an exciting tournament, great uh, great historic sort of competition to be part of, and to see it from within a camp um, playing awesome footy it was a huge privilege. And then to to be able to kick on into the World Cup space uh, and and mm. be here now for the campaign right through is is um, is just great and sort of uh, pinch myself to to be part of it. Um, Hoggy was part of that Six, uh, six Nations campaign, mm. obviously played his 100th game in that. And, um, uh, you know, as you know, as you know yourself, mate, when the, the body starts to to pick up mm. and tell you a bit that it's it's getting harder and harder to to go to the wall and, and to, to do the work and, the, and, and whatnot to play at the level that you need to play at and uh, he, he just thought that the time was right and, and um, so sadly he he mm. um, pulled plug on his stuff before I got back here and joined so uh, I'll catch up with him at some stage but um, certainly wish him well in his retirement Mate, it's, and has uh, been outstanding for the game. It's It's been awesome to watch the resurgence of Scotland rugby. What can you put that down to, mate? You've you've spent most of your time in New Zealand, but seeing them being so competitive in the Six Nations, heading to a World Cup, you must be a hell of a confident team. Yeah, mate, it's um it's a great timing, really. It's uh, it's a beautiful mm. group to be part of. Really, really collaborative, uh, curious, uh, coaching staff, and and a playing group that is um just just. Uh, really keen to keep on improving and, and I think um, Greg is a really smart mind, very optimistic about how he sees the game and uh, in, what, into his fifth or sixth year now leading the group it's uh, you can really see the cohesion through it so um, played some awesome rugby in the Six Nations um, three lovely wins at France and Ireland under pressure at uh, yeah, France and Ireland under pressure at different stages but uh, just couldn't quite finish them off. So it was great, 
great lessons to be learnt there and, and um, certainly can see the improvement in the group uh, now coming back in at this point. Hey, Brad, do you, when you look at it and you've been down here and you've seen how it works down this end of the world and you're up there, the Six Nations, you've got all the Northern Hemisphere uh, club competitions that go on, do you see that as the benefit for Scotland, the teams like Scotland, that they're benefiting from the, the tough competitions up there as opposed to down here? Yeah, well, look, I think um, with, the, with the Scottish group in particular, you get quite a, a group that comes together to represent the country that is, is playing a, a variety of styles in, in, uh, in different competitions. So you've got the lads from Glasgow and Edinburgh playing in the, in the URC, which has become stronger and stronger. Um, there's a, a number of, of players playing in the English Premiership, which you know, is, it, um, is tough and physical and, um, and, and challenges the body in, in different ways. And then you've got likes of Finn playing and who has been playing in France and, and getting uh, experience in that space playing at racing up until now. So you, the, the, the benefit of that is you get guys that are seen being coached in different ways and they see the game differently and the amount of different styles that you're watching to watch the players um, is quite fertile ground. So there's different benefit in that. Oh, it's been interesting to watch. What about your development, Braddles? Yeah, like uh, you, you spent all your time back here in New Zealand. You've made the shift. You coached over in Wales. Now you're coaching in Scotland. Have you seen your kind of coaching style evolve? Have you had to change much to head to the north? Oh, mate, great question. You're doing well in this gig, aren't you, Daddy? You good <laughs> stuff, mate. Um, yeah, look, it's been a real privilege to be part of different um, places. I've just loved it. Um, I love the mm. the changing nature and cultures of, of the people that you, you, you're joining and what you can learn from them how they see the game. I think my alignment in, um, in you know, at, at Scarlet's as a club whose DNA was about playing attacking rugby and in the style of the Phil Bennett's of this world are just fantastic. Um, rest of soul now, um, said passing earlier last year, but the, the, and then, and then the Scotland group as well, you know, it just aligns with how I love seeing the game played and, and, and um, and being able to to watch Gregor and his coaching staff operate, mm. and then rub um, different different little bits of pieces in here and there has, has been um, really cool. So it's it's just an exciting mm. um, space to be in, to be able to go around, to to be able to be in different environments at different stages. So that's been great. Brad, nice. you've, you've had uh, you've obviously had the draw for a while, and you know I imagine when you got the draw, you looked at it and went, "Oh, you've got the you've got South Africa, we've got Ireland. Those going to be those are going to be uh, the teams we have to get over the top of uh, to to get out of the pool." And then all of a sudden, Tonga announced guys like Charles Piertau via Fafita. Well, <laughs> what, you know, what have you made of of the way they came together and knocked over Australia A the other day, and and how does that change the way you maybe approach the pool? Oh, just superb, isn't it? It's a great thing. I... It's, it's a World Cup. You expect it to be strong, and and you expect mm. you expect the the pool to be tough, and and I think that's that's magnificent. I think the the, the tougher the better. You know how how better to start a campaign than against South Africa and Marseille. What a what a great litmus test for us, and just see it's been really exciting. And then and then Tonga and Nice and 
remain here in Lille and then uh, finish off the pool stuff with uh, Ireland and Paris. Wow, that's uh, that's goosebump material, isn't it? So we'll certainly know where we're at, and um, mm. I think that's great. And I, look, we had I had the pleasure of um, of meeting and working with Charles Pietau, Izzy Falau, um, uh in the in the uh, the World Fifteen recently, and look, those guys are are in great nick and, and uh, are going to cause some headaches. So even even better to to be able to, to see those fellas again. And, you know, and three or four Italian guys are in that group as well when we're getting ready to play Italy this Saturday. So we, we're not, um, we don't need to look too far ahead to get excited about an opportunity that's coming up this week to finally um, put the Scotland jersey on and, and go into battle at Murrayfield against, against a very good Italian opposition as well. Beautiful, Brad Moore. We appreciate you coming on the show, mate. You're, I know you're busy. You're right into your work, and uh, you're heading into a, a big couple of weeks as you try and gain some momentum heading to the World Cup, mate. Thank you so much, Brad Moore, out of Scotland. Appreciate your time, but I know you're living by yourself, so you'll probably just be going to bed, watch a bit of Netflix and chill because uh, your family's over here in Christchurch holding the fort down. So enjoy your bachelor time, and, and thanks very much. You're a champ, mate. Anna's doing a great job at home. It's beautiful. Good man. <laughs> Take care. Awesome. See you later, Brad. All right, that was Brad Moore. That was uh, night and day. Got the right tools to brew up a hell of a coffee. Just $4.50 if you want to. Nine bucks. Kempi's shout. Back soon. <laughs>